Welcome, welcome my friends to the Beggars and Brawlies podcast. This is episode 22, recorded July the 4th of 2021, a few weeks after I was intending to record it, but you know what? It's fruit season. Today's podcast finds me sipping my morning coffee. I wanted to tell you about the results from that poll we had last time. I thought we'd walk through those um, and then talk about the book that I'm going to make out of them. All right, so let's jump right into it. Hopefully you got a chance to take that poll. If you didn't, I'll probably look at this a few more times, but I've started to plan the book based on what people said. So uh, it'll be your ideas might or might not make it into the book in the way they would have before. But I'm hoping to have a lot more polls um, once I actually start writing it. And I post those chapters. If you go on and read them, I think I'll have a questionnaire at the end of like, what did you think of this character? Where do you think they're going? What would be the coolest thing that could happen next? And I am not above taking your ideas when they're better than mine. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm hoping this whole thing will be interactive. So this poll was my way to kick that off. The first question was, let's talk about dragons. Do you like them better intelligent, beastly, rational, and intelligent? Well, that was something that someone wrote in. The result was overwhelmingly people saying intelligent. 71.4% said intelligent, and we just had 14% saying beastly. And then there was someone who included rational and intelligent, because I guess intelligent wasn't, wasn't enough. And someone who said, they are both but also cannot lie, although they cast illusion spells. So I think somebody took this and they were like already thinking of an intellectual property that exists and they were telling me about it because there's a few answers like that. But anyway, the results were obviously overwhelmingly intelligent. So that's great because that's kind of the dragon I wanted to write anyway. So put that under my hat. Right, so this one I said, would you rather read a story where there are enemies to be domesticated and defeated or the key to overcoming the world's problems will lie in learning to understand them? And this is the one that I love you all so much for because overwhelmingly there were a lot of people typed in responses here which were interesting and they kind of all fit into the one that i wanted you to say i'll admit it uh that they're the key to overcoming the world's problems uh and it lies in learning to understand these as you said in previous question intelligent creatures um, who are just very different than us there was only 14 percent again who said they're enemies to be domesticated and defeated and um so I think I'm going to work both of those in. I think we're going to start out in a situation where those dragons are already domesticated and kind of defeated, but they're still the key, and there's going to be some other conflicts and stuff. So I'm um, hoping that next time I'll have a chapter for you to listen to so you can actually find out about uh, more of that, because I'll be hinting at it from the very start. Uh, and then there were a few write-ins like, Friendship is hard won. <laughs> so no easy friends in this book. Uh they become partners who can teach many things, which I think is, you know, key to understanding the world's problems. There's one that says dragons are cunning, sneaky, and follow their own agenda, which is question mark. And I like you right in question answer. Uh, I think they're going to have their own agenda for sure, even if I don't necessarily make them sneaky. Uh, but they'll probably be cunning and intelligent just in their own, their own way. And then another person said they're ancient, mysterious, and noble. And yeah, I think I'll go for some of that. I think we're probably going to have a very ancient uh, dragon and a mysterious even more. Well, never mind. I'm not going to get into spoilers, friends. You almost got a little bit of extra value out of your Levi Jacobs there. And uh, I'm going to pull back. We got to save some punches for the actual text. But yeah, I thought that was awesome. You guys are so cool for wanting them to be the key and understanding it. Because there's definitely a kind of book where you just want dragons to be these massive mortal enemies. And you just have cool battle scenes. And that's it. And... 
that's kind of the Conan the Barbarian style of like I'm reading this for the action. And for me, I can only see a couple action scenes before it falls flat if there isn't like some deeper mystery they're exploring or there's some kind of relationship between the people who are fighting or in this case the uh, intelligent creatures who are fighting. Otherwise, it's just a question of who's going to survive and do they do it in a cool way. And there's only so many ways to answer that as an author. But when there's something at stake, like I need to learn from this dragon and they're refusing and so I have to fight them to try to like get them to submit to telling me why their people are all fleeing the continent or whatever. When there's something like that, then, you know, there's so much more for the characters to think about. There's chances for them to talk while they're fighting. There's reasons for them to stop fighting. And anyway, like, I just think it's a lot more dynamic. So you chose that option overwhelmingly. And them being the key to understanding the world's problems opens up this whole mystery plot that I, of course, was dying to write. Being a, being a uh, student of Brandon Sanderson, that's what he does in literally every book. Um, and people love it. And I love it. That's the kind of book I want to write. So the next one was really interesting. I gave you a lot of options. I said, which of these things make the coolest dragons? And you had a bunch of options. Wings, scales, fire breathing, magical bones, alien intellects, hoarding tendencies, their own separate complex societies, the ability to use magic. And the results are more mixed on this one. The poll said you could choose two. The biggest ones for sure were fire breathing, and can use magic, which hmm, I was sort of hoping you wouldn't be on the can use magic part, because I don't know about dragon wizards. Well, now that I say it, a dragon wizard sounds pretty cool, but they already have so many advantages. If they can use magic too, we're going to be in a situation like uh, the book I'm reading now, the Coin and Dagger series by Daniel Abraham. There's dragons in it. They didn't show up until book four, really, but now that they've shown up, they're basically gods on earth, and it's kind of hard to handle uh a super overpowered character like that in a realistic way. So it's been interesting to see how he does it. I think he does a good job, but I don't know that that's the kind of story I want to write. So, okay, can use magic. I might interpret that as are magical versus can use. So we'll see how that goes. And, you know, that might tie into fire breathing. Right below those two, we had wings and their own separate complex society, which is awesome. I wanted my dragons to fly, and a separate complex society ties into that, uh, that whole, like, rational creature but uh very different than us and they need to be understood and that key to understanding is is important um down below that was alien intellect which i think plays into that separate complex society if they were just thinking like humans they would just kind of have big human places and have read some books like that where dragons are just proxy for humans and they're like driving cars and stuff and man that is not my kind of fantasy i you know no yuck on the yum of people who love it but i just uh yeah I need a little bit more plausible world. So kind of at the bottom, people could take or leave scales and magical bones and hoarding tendencies. And somebody said all of the above. Two choices is insufficient. <laughs> so I guess you want your dragons to be pretty complex creatures. So duly noted, and I'm going to work as many of those as I can into my dragon world building, uh, along with the idea that I have that these are not carbon-based life forms and their metabolism wildly different than ours. So that's been a challenge and I've actually had to do some science, which is not my forte. So, you know, if it's not super plausible scientists, when you read it, cut me some slack. So to me, that was kind of the biggest question, but we had um, our dragons cooler resembling reptiles or dinosaurs or griffins or serpents. Because, you know, there's so many kinds of dragons. We all love dragons, but sometimes they're worms and sometimes they're, yeah, you know, they're like serpents. So, um, you were kind of split on the two biggest ones. A few more people 
Well, let's let's build it up. So the least people said resembling griffins, and I get that that was kind of a throwaway answer. A few people said resembling serpents, but I think I agree with you that when they're serpents, like the concept of them having wings and legs and arms doesn't really make sense. Then we had resembling reptiles, which is pretty big, and I think I'm going to have some pretty reptilian stuff in there with the way that they interact with heat. But the most was resembling dinosaurs, which I think makes a lot of sense, and I feel like maybe our mythology of dragons came from dinosaurs somehow? Like, it just doesn't it seem like a big coincidence, people? I'm just saying. And then the last one, well, second to last, yeah, the last one, um, which was kind of a big one for me, is which of these conflicts sounds the most interesting? And one was settlers learning to survive in the Arctic under threat from dragons and raiders. And this was the least popular, um, even though I think it's going to be cool. I am going to set this in uh, an Arctic kind of situation. And then there was rebels and spies on both sides of a colonial rebellion against an old empire taxation, which sounds like a cool story to me. It doesn't really have anything to do with dragons. Uh, and a lot of people said that one sounds really fun. And then the most popular one was bards adventuring into the uncharted interior of the ice continent, seeking mythical dragons. And I made a mistake when I asked this question. I didn't put any dummy answers in there. I really wanted to write all of those. <laughs> so whatever you chose, I was going to be like heartbroken that I'm not going to write Settlers Learning to Survive in the Arctic under threat from dragons and raiders. So you know what? I'm just going to write all of them. I'm going to take all of those three answers you gave me as yes, and I'm going to make a book that does all of them. That's the plan. I think I can pull it off, but you know what? You're going to find out for yourself because I am going to yeah, be recording chapters of these as I write them. I don't know if I'll record the whole thing because that could get long, and um, I will make an audiobook of it once the book is finished, but this first version that I'm going to be sharing with you is going to be a little rougher around the edges and um, I'll get some things wrong in the beginning so you're kind of getting more of an insight into what my writing process is like and I think my first drafts are totally readable so it's not going to be like pulling teeth but I'm not going to put in the work to record a full audiobook until um, I know that the words are exactly how I want them to be and that'll that'll not be until after the first draft is done and I've stopped hitting you with these free chapters probably. So the end, then there were just some, I asked you for any other thoughts on what would be cool. And uh, someone said certain people are able to understand the dragons and want to learn and cohabitate with them, which is interesting, wanting to cohabitate with them. I think that's going to be a thing. Someone said no heroes are perfect, they all made mistakes, and I'm definitely on that train. I don't want to write our like epic mythical heroes. I think our bard character will be the closest to that, but man, he made a lot of mistakes, and he's going to keep making more in the course of the book. So... Um, Someone said, neither side aware that dragons are watching them and learning about them for the future. Uh, yeah, and I think we're going to have some, I think we're going to have some dragon overlord action in here. Someone said, cave systems used for protection, which is a little bit out of context, so I'm taking that into advisement, cave system answerer. Someone says, the bard's search is hampered by the dragon illusion spells until a magical bard sang a spellbreaker. So, <laughs> this is another one from the person who... I think was telling me about their dragon IP when they said they are both but also cannot lie, although they can cast illusions. Okay, that's a story idea. Someone said, dude, ice and dragons, reptilian bodies, you got your work cut out for you. Yes, I do, but I love having this many ideas to swim in as I'm building up the world. Yeah, I love the fact that it's been interactive, that you got back to me and told me what you wanted to see because I am in love with so many different story ideas and can write so many. But um, as, as noted, there were a few that I was really hoping you would get, and you did, which maybe is no surprise because you're listening to this. That means that you've probably read my books, you probably like the kind of things I write, and so, you know, we're on the same page with what kind of stories would be cool. 
and we don't want to write that beastly dragon that's dumb and powerful and Conan has to chop his head off. I don't know, maybe some of that'll happen, but I think my dragons are going to be made out of stone, so there might not be much head chopping. Anyways, <laughs> I thought that was pretty fun. In my own life, in this early fruit season, I have finished uh, reading Children of Time by Adrian Tchaikovsky. It came super well recommended, and it was absolutely worth it. It's science fiction, so maybe that's not your thing, but it's like science fiction done so well. This thought experiment that's like played out to the nines and explores uh, human society so well. It's like, if this happened, how would we react, and what would this be like? And he just did it super well. And, you know, like, there's a lot of pathos and good character emotions in there, too, but mainly it's just this amazing, like, head trip. I think sci-fi is really good for that in a way that fantasy isn't, and it's refreshing sometimes, even if I think my first love will always be fantasy. Um, I've started watching something, Kim's Convenience. Uh, there was a little bit of a kerfluffle in the media about that, and some actors. It's about, uh, Korean Canadians. It's a Korean Canadian sitcom, and, um, the actors at the end, they just finished the last season and they're not going to make more. And there was some uh, hurt feelings at the end of it. So it's kind of a weird way to get into a show from reading that. But I checked it out and man, that first season was so good. And now the subsequent seasons are not as good. And I think I kind of understand why they didn't continue it. But for me during the fruit season, they're good enough. Let's put it that way. I just need my comedy to relax with at the end of a long, hard day. And for me, this summer, that's been Kim's Convenience. So if you've watched it or uh, if you check it out, let me know what you think. It's been, it's been pretty fun. So I'm looking forward to writing this book for you and taking all those ideas and mashing them into something that makes good sense as a story. I got a lot of long hours of driving to do that. So uh, until then, until next time, when I hope to have a chapter for you, I hope this finds you well and in the company of good books. Until next time, read on. For more information on Levi Jacobs and his books, including the award-winning Tide Collar Chronicles, please visit www.levijacobs.com. Or for a free audiobook, only available to podcast listeners, go to www.levijacobs.com/free. Thanks for listening, and read on. <laughs>